0: old boys ain't much for working two shots on the barrel and they're talking about bourbon talking about a few other things that they don't know if you've got a question no need to ask they don't have a clue so raise your glass take a sip with the bowl brothers now it's on with the show from the heart of central kentucky the bourbon capital of the world it's two shots on a barrel with your host. A couple of hot shots of their own,
1: the Bow brothers. Cut.
2: All right, back to two shots on a barrel, Jimbo and J-Bo. And I can't tell you how happy I am, J-Bo, to be back on the Bickett Farm in Raywick, Kentucky. It's been too long, but uh, we are now back.
3: This is paradise, guys. I mean, everybody just look around for a second. I know you can't see it at home, but this farm is absolutely beautiful, and it's an honored to be asked back again to come sit with some uh, legendary fellas, and uh, ex- except for this guy here, he's he's something else. Oh my goodness, red eyes, just something else. <laughs> <laughs> he's something else. But we're glad you're back as well. Uh, we have a couple of new faces in the crowd this time. You want to tell them all about
2: them? Well, I mean, I, I'm not sure I can tell them. I, I can tell you that they're hell of a good guys. I already know that in the short time we've been here but you you might want to have somebody like uh joe keith or fred hogg with two g's to to tell us who our newest uh guests are
4: well let's just go through everybody how's that
2: let's let's do it you guys hear me absolutely we got
4: robbie bickett we got myself we got fred hogg we got bobby joe shoemaker we got dicky beard dick hammer as we used to call him dick
2: hammer i love that name
4: johnny boone the godfather of grass and jimmy bickett the head honcho down here on the ranchero. <laughs> we,
2: we we should tell everybody too that we are so pleased mm-hmm. to say that uh, our sponsor, our premier sponsor of today's show, is Bickin and Boone, which is so cool, and we appreciate you guys. Again, this is the third time we we've we've got to uh, talk with you, uh, Joe Keith, but for you guys to formally sponsor the show is so we're so honored.
4: Well, thank you much. Uh, we all appreciate that, all of us
3: do. We sure do. Yeah,
2: so so cool stuff there, Jaybo. Yeah,
3: and uh, one
2: of the benefits
3: to coming to this thing is uh, Robbie always feeds us some fresh Angus beef, and, uh, well, man, that was fantastic. Off thank you farm. so much. Fresh off the farm. And uh, so if, you, if you're listening you want us to come do a podcast at your place, if you could have food for us, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, there's one uh, face down here. At the other table, uh, that looks familiar, Mr. Johnny Boone. How you doing, sir?
4: All right. How are you?
3: I'm doing great. It's an honor to, to finally get to meet you. I know my uh, in-laws think you you hung the moon and stars, man. You're they they thank the world of you and and the bickets, of course. And I want to thank you personally for coming out here and hanging out with us. Well, thank you. Thank you.
2: So, so one of the things that, yeah, I, I, I echo what, uh, what J-Bo was just talking about, Johnny. Uh, one of the cool things, you know, that I want to know about just right off the bat is I saw one of the things that when, when, you, were, uh, when you were most recently released, one of your fir- first purchases, which was near and dear to my heart, was a Ford pickup truck. I am a Ford guy, and if 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 we can say that Johnny Boone is a Ford guy, I know I am living right. <laughs> are, are you a Ford guy, or is that just that one of those things where this time it had to be a Ford?
4: I'm a Chevy guy. Right? Oh, shit! Oh, shit! <laughs> No, <laughs> but he did buy. do ask a question you don't know the answer to. That gunny he he, that,
2: that's a cardinal rule. But he did buy a Ford this time anyway. I mean, he you did. know, I, I will take at least a little, a little uh, he must happiness. Like what he saw. Yeah, a little happiness with that. He's a Chevy. He's a Chevy guy, Johnny. I'm not asking any more questions. The rest of the night. <laughs> sorry so we're even now
3: almost blew the moonshine yeah. up and uh, you just blew the, the your first question to Johnny up that's
2: awesome I almost like before we went on the before we started recording I was like I, you know I was, I was a little i mean because because he's he's a legend you know I was like I, I'd figure first of all, if I walked up to him I'd be like stuttering and stuff and I would find it difficult to even ask him about his Ford truck. I should have just went on and did it but but no, it is really cool to 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 uh to have you guys. You guys, I know, uh, have been extremely uh, busy recently. Uh, Jimmy Bickett, give us an update before we really get going on uh, on the Hemp Fest, how that's all going.
1: Uh,
2: Everything
0: looking good, just... Trying to get things organized and get this stage built, as you
2: can see back there in the back. I like it. We noticed that when we first drove up. Yeah, I got to clean this, this barn cleaned up
0: and got most of the bands booked. We got 10 bands booked up and uh, got the time set for them. So, uh, give
3: us, uh, uh, if you can, I know some people probably don't want you to say anything just yet, but can you give us an idea of a couple of the bands that are coming?
0: Yeah, it's got uh, well, We got some local bands, uh, Stick Tight, Sweepy Walker, No Deceit, Rock Castle, and... Uh, Layla Springs and got a couple of out of Nashville named Ashton Shepherd.
3: oh you got Ashton that's no awesome shit.
0: yeah and uh, sweet what's that Collins boys Dustin uh, Collins Dustin Collins
3: mm-hmm.
0: and we got uh, Marshall Law and,
3: and, the, and Cody Meese Cody yeah. Meese Cody from, Meese yeah Cody Meese 10 of them Ten and bands. South
6: 49
3: and South 49 yeah Ashton, Ashton yeah. had a big hit with uh, Sound So Good I believe it is uh, she was, she's
6: yeah fantastic. she's coming on fantastic yeah. that's mm-hmm. a good
3: one man that's good yeah now, we had a uh, podcast last night with a couple of guys that think you guys, all of you guys hung the moon and stars. They're called the Kentucky Music yeah. Mafia. You
2: got this shirt on
3: here. And yeah. uh, they do country hip-hop kind of stuff, and uh, they were just in all. We have a, a big portrait of you guys hanging up from the last uh, podcast, and they're like, man, I got to meet them. So, so somehow, some way, we got to put you two together and well, sure. make it happen. Now, remember, it does have it that we got the two
6: best MCs. That day, I think it's Jimbo and J-Bo. J-Bo. Yeah. I'm not sure on that, but yeah. yeah so it, it should be a really good day. We've got a lot of good entertainment lined up. There'll be a lot of vendors, so everything's looking good. On and the Tyler Childers, not out of
0: question yet. Yeah, now, Tyler Childers might be. Uh, so uh,
6: yeah, and no telling who's gonna show up. You know, Tim Smith from Moonshiner showed up at our shop before. Jimmy and uh, Johnny have seen Tyler around lately, so you don't know who's gonna show up. and just come might down and have a good it, time. <coughs> the date is 9-11. 9-11, we're starting around 12 o'clock, 12 yeah. or 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. That'd be Tever, September, isn't it? September, yeah. 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 Yes, sir.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that was young Bobby Joe Shoemaker. <laughs> Killing me, man. Killing me. It's, it's so, yeah. so nice to be out here, Jim. Yeah. It's just crazy. Uh, yes, we will be out here uh, hanging out and, uh, you know, doing all things bigot and boon. And speaking of bigot and boon, before we go any further, I'm... Been on the oil for, what, the two months now? Yes, sir. And uh, aches and pains, lost sleeping pain. better, lost some weight. I mean, if there's so many benefits to this oil that uh, there, there's some benefits that we don't even know yet. Yeah. Uh, if you have arthritis, if you have uh, sleeping issues, it, it, it doesn't cure it, but it helps.
6: And that's the main thing. You know, we're not saying it cures anything. Well we are saying it's a natural remedy for things that may occur. And I use it, I've used it since I we first started growing hemp. Right. Personally. I've used it ever since we first started growing it. And it's a natural remedy. It's you know, like we said, it's been around for thousands of years and it's something that uh ours is about as organic as you can get. It's it's made not hardly anything
3: put in it except the product. That's awesome. It's yep. good stuff. Thank now my you. second bottle and uh And I I can only say good things about it. So uh, y'all are putting out quality products. Now, where can we go and buy this stuff?
6: You can get it at com for sure online. But, of course, Pat's Pharmacy. We always give a shout-out to Pat's. It was one of the first pharmacies. Swisher and Lowe Pharmacy. uh, Ben's Pharmacy in E-Town. One Love Hemp Dispensary, Nancy Roberts in uh, Louisville. UNS in Louisville, Chad Wade. Uh, just a lot of places carry it, but we're small batch. You know, we're like small batch whiskey. We're not out to sit there and put it in every store around. Right. If you have to, you know, ours is quality product. We make it. A, we grow a small patch of CBD plants. We make a small batch of CBD oil when That's we great. make it.
3: That's great. Yeah, now, is everybody at this table currently taking this oil? Because if you're not, you're in trouble. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. so it's it's really it's really good for you. It's like you said, organic. That's and and uh, y'all stuff. do things right here in Raywick, so good stuff on that. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, speaking of, we talked about this in the past uh, podcast, was books. Books are very important to this family, evidently. And Joe Keith, give us a rundown on some of these books that you have out here. Uh, I have two
4: out. I published one back in um, 2016, you guys know of. but That one was called The Origins of the Cornbread Mafia. And the second come out in... Uh, 18, I believe, and it's, it's called Cornbread Mafia Outlaws of Central Kentucky. And I'm working on a third one about some prison life, and then a fourth one I can't really get into right now.
2: So you, so you're uh, talking about a fourth one? Yeah, yeah. We're,
4: uh, we've are we been collaborating on it, some of the, the hierarchy in the Cornbread Mafia. We've been talking some with them, so we're, we're going that direction. It might be a little while before we get it out.
2: Yeah, good but, good uh, stuff. I enjoyed both of them. Yeah, yeah I think the last time well, I was down – uh, I was reading through the second one. I wasn't quite finished, and I finished the second one. And, and, yeah, no doubt about it, I'm ready for number three, four, five, six. You can make it happen, Joe Keith. I'm, I'm confident.
4: Well, it takes uh, uh, <laughs> it takes a joint effort to get it done, and uh, yeah. uh, we're not, we don't try to – we have to abide by the rule of Omerta, but at the same time we like to tell the true story about how – how all this come about, starting back in the seventies and moving forward to today.
2: And So the cool thing about about your books, it is honest to God, it's true story because you lived what is in your books. And so all the rest of these guys, yeah. Too. yeah, yeah, Jimmy, Johnny,
4: Bobby Joe, Dick Hammer, Fred Hogg, and to a larger, into a smaller extent. Uh,
6: I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: thought barely better. Leave it alone.
2: <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> oh man,
4: uh, Fred Hogg. But uh, even today, you know, it's kind of all come full circle. Yeah. We're all here together. And I guess we're, that's the main we're thing. We're fortunate that we are all here today. I yep. guess looking back.
2: Well, you know, one of the stories I remember from the book, Fred Hogg, you belling out. Well, didn't you? Didn't you bell out of the the car? You and uh, I mean, it, how did? How in the heck could you survive that? I mean, it's, it, you're on a you know, Joe Keith is on a high speed chase. I'm like, how in the hell do you even try to live on being able to get away from that? But but you did.
0: I can see it like yesterday.
2: Oh, <laughs> Joe Keith driving.
0: We we went around this what uh, Kansas, like a square mile gravel. We had this Barney Fife cop behind us. <laughs> <coughs> Joe uh, Bob Joe's sitting in the front. Lewis Blatter, he's gone. He's dead and gone. Uh, but we we uh, made this lap twice. We determined we had to get off the road. Well, we got bail out. Joe keeps still driving. We get a this turn, and and my partner, Lewis Blafford, he kicks me out. We oh, run about gosh. 15 miles an hour. Kick you in the butt? Bush me in the ass, yeah. Damn <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so anyway, I shoot under this, this gap. Bob Joe and, um, uh, who was it? You, Bob Joe, me, and Lewis. Yeah. They d- disappear. It's raining <laughs> like pouring pissed off a gumboot. <laughs> Uh, anyway anyway, um if you know what, I think back on all these times, it's it's uh it's all memories now, you know. We all got old, but it, it was a lot of fun. I don't got no regrets. How um now I hate the fact that the US government legalized the pot. Poor old Bobby Joe here, poor old thing. He That dirty good. He uh, he uh raised probably got all that sentencing for
3: pot. And now they Uh it, uh-huh. Bullshit. A lot of them. Right.
1: Exactly.
3: Uh, everybody, yeah. Uh-huh. Bullshit. So, how old was Secondary. you when all this, when you got kicked in the ass in the car and fell out? Oh, I don't know. well, about 38, Bob Joe? I don't know. You're 75
1: now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think about 38. I got out of about 49, 59. I don't know. Anyway, I lose memory of all this shit, but anyway. Right.
4: Kind of foggy in it. What was red eye used to say onward through the fog?
0: That's I what he used to say, yeah.
4: Yeah, onward through the fog.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what, it I ain't got no regrets on it, you know, and I hate it because everybody did all this time. Jimmy, Johnny, Dickie, Bob Joe, me. We did a lot of time, you know, and it, it wasn't right. It's right. not. No, it's not it's not right. It's not right. It wasn't yeah. right. No. But anyway, no way. You know what? It's, it's all good. But the difference is we're survivors.
3: Survivors, we're not, yeah. yeah that's we're, right.
0: we're sitting here right now and, and the good Lord we're not with us. Be that's all that matters. We, well, we
4: some did some our people didn't know because those laws are messed up. Yeah. Well, sure they are. Yeah. But there's two ways of looking at yourself. Yeah. You can look at yourself at a victim way and you can look at yourself right, as a right, survivor. Right. And, and Most of these guys look looks at themselves as a survivor.
3: That's so. awesome. I'll tell that, you one that, thing. Uh, it's uh-huh. a pleasure talking to you guys. Well, thank you, thank we you, it out. and thank you for the moonshine, man. You're welcome, yeah, we'll have some fun We're with that. Have the down here on your ass talking about
4: this. All All right,
2: uh, uh, have you tried? Have you have you done the moonshine? I haven't. I mean, who wants who wants to see J Bo actually try the moonshine? right now? I do. I, I think we need to we need to make that happen. I, didn't
5: this
2: happen last? Year? <coughs> it, 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 does, it doesn't matter. Fred Hog Fred Hog <coughs> brought us a special gift. We are obliged to try it.
0: If you want to pour it on the table and set a light to it, it'll burn blue. It's blue. Really,
3: that's, that's smooth
2: actually. Oh corn. no no that is extremely smooth pure corn. Try uh, another uh, one there, Jim. One more just to be to be safe. This will probably be the last one unless I have another one after this. Here. No 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 seriously that that is. You, you said Fred Hogg, You said that's like 125 proof. Probably so. Pro- probably more. Probably so. Pro- probably more. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can tell by the flame all right all right so uh by the way I, I gotta give uh kudos to to bickett and boone again who are are bringing us they are our primary sponsor of today's show and thanks so much to you guys for doing that the cool uh robbie bickett uh supplied us with some cool hats Jabo uh bickett and boone hats which are are awesome hats and uh, everybody around the uh around the tables are, are wearing those Shout um, Kentucky Proud on that. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, despite, despite what I think I should do, which is not ask Johnny another question, I'm going to go against my better judgment and ask Johnny another question. Uh, so, so, Johnny, one of the things that when I – regardless, and, you, you know, you are a legend, which, which brings up a question, number one, is when people say you're a legend, how do, how do you think about that? But more importantly, when people talk about Johnny Boone, the, the overriding thing that I hear people talk about is how good you were and are to people and, and I just I mean I'm not, I'm not even sure if I'm looking for an answer here, but I got to tell you when the uh, kudos because I think you are everything I know is is like you are a genuine human being and and genuine human beings don't spend. As many years as you spent in prison, uh, they just don't. And so I, I will say this: uh, it, it's again just an honor to have you here today, and 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 just be able to sit here and and smoke a cigar with you. How about that? That's good stuff, though. But, but what is it? Is is that a true? When people say, "Oh, he's the most humble guy. He's he's all about helping people." That's you, isn't it?
4: I think it's a whole whole circle we got here today. Because uh, everybody's helped a lot of other people.
6: Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. i like to go ahead and make a comment on Johnny Boone while I'm here. I've known Johnny since I was 17, 16. His son, Jeff, and me, we grew up together. And Johnny Boone is a good person. And like Johnny said, everybody around this table is. They've never done anything bad. And for the federal government to give them that kind of time for a plant that is now legal... In most of the United States, and unfortunately not in Kentucky, is just ridiculous. And Johnny, just like his and his son, best people ever.
3: Johnny, it's uh, it's it, it's fun to hear stories. Do you have any kind of story? On red eye that that uh, you could tell us. I mean, because you know that. <laughs> well, breaking the rule of merchant.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Not, nothing that you know, the real you know, were, uh, bad, but it's I something to make him good. blush a little bit. You got anything over there? I can't tell him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you, you you and you and these guys go way back. I mean, you go way back, and you know, did, what was it? You know, anything stand out when the the first time you guys ever ever met is like anything stand out to you? I mean, like who are these guys or these are cool guys or anything like that?
3: I know they're all good guys. That's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah, now, if you
2: want a good story, you'd let Bobby Joe cuz you know Bobby Joe
6: and Dicky Baird on there are going to tell some stories. So <laughs> So, so, that was so
3: we haven't talked to Dicky yet. So we'll slide that mic over to yeah, Dicky real quick.
2: My turn. Yeah, so 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 Dicky Man, you know, all of you guys, all you guys, everybody here's got nicknames. I mean, you got, you got the uh, Godfather, you got uh, Fred Hogg with two Gs, you got Cotton Eye, you, you, you got all these names, but dude, I'm not sure, you may be in the, like, the top of the list uh, on the names, <laughs> what, 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 Dick Hammer? Is that what it is? Dick I mean, Hammer. Dick Hammer's a pretty damn good name.
7: I've had that since I was probably 12, 13 years old. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, he's coming in loud and proud. He's good.
0: All right, go on,
7: but, it's it's almost like
2: on. he's. It, you, have you done some DJ work in your life, man? You you might think about nah. the uh, radio business. He, he like, you're almost as good as Jimmy Bickett. Almost. Almost Uh, as good as Jimmy Baker. Ain't as good
7: as Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: So uh, what about these dudes? These are legends, man. Do you consider yourself right there with them? I was a young
7: version of them. They were old enough to be my fathers, and a lot of them were. (laughs) There you go. I mean, for real. I mean, they, they taught me values in life that even though we may have been doing something wrong, but those values still play a part today and always will.
8: That's you right. Know, that's right. Good Dick. They're, that's they're right. a great
7: bunch of guys, regardless of what people wanted to say about them or anything else, and each and every one of them will give you the shirt off her back.
3: Definitely. That, hell, he gave me the hat off his head. <laughs> so that, I understand. Better check for cooties. <laughs> so, uh, so Long Dong, I guess it's Long Dong. Long Whoa. Dong, is that what they call it? I
2: don't, <laughs> don't know. Life? Dickie, <laughs> Dong, no, I don't know. No, but no. That,
7: that's
3: the moonshine i
7: Anyway, listen.
2: I mean, it brings up a point. How'd you get that? You said 12, 13 years old. How'd you get that name?
7: Because my fist was so hard. Even though I wasn't big as a minute, See, my I fist was... was hard. I've even drove nails with it.
3: <laughs> really? <laughs>
7: not not, not literally nails, right. but I mean, I would, you know, because I wasn't physically strong like everybody else, and I've always been what right. you would call a runt. I mean, I'm not I, a I'm, five with eight, you, I'm with you, brother. I'm eight. you know, and this and that. So guy. I wanted something right. to be strong about. And that was where the nickname Dick Hammer come from. So,
3: Dick Hammer, we've heard many, many funny stories about the young man sitting next to you. Okay, Red Eye.
4: Yes. There's the good one. Let me cut in on that. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) A good story, you know, Fred Hogg was talking about, you know, when I was driving, right? Right. And uh, they jumped out and everything. Well, you know, my good friend Red Eye there didn't get enough. A few weeks later, he decided to make a pass back through there himself. Tell us about that, Bobby Joe, Yeah, when you yeah, Do back
3: that right. Pull that mic up there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't go to jail over it like <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> huh? But he got charges hey. dropped, didn't he?
4: Yeah, <laughs> Where he got his <laughs> charges dropped. Tell, tell us about that escape, BJ. That's a good one.
1: Well, I went back to the farm, and uh, I had a boy with me. I burned down.
5: <laughs>
1: anyway we I got the lights cut off and I drive back to this dope farm and looking at the house on the property but no lights on so the house was abandoned as usual but it, anyway I come back down the road and there's a car uh Ford v8 interceptor special that they like to drive you know who's a bJ oh that'll be the the Police in Kansas. <laughs> okay. We're going to clarify that. Yeah. Uh, and so this boy's with me. I told him, I said, well, that's the law. We didn't have no lights on. Of course, they turned their lights on, come out right after us. And I said, well, I think they're going to try to pull us over. He said, well, just stop. I said, I don't think that's in this agenda. Why not? I'm going to stop it. Why didn't you want to stop, B.J.? <clears throat> They was looking for me more places in Kansas at the time. <laughs> and so off we go. And he's riding in the passenger side. I'm in a Toyota uh, Corona. It'll run about 75, 80 mile an hour between mile marks. That's
2: moving that four-cylinder <laughs> pretty hot and heavy, but Bobby anyway, Joe.
1: Anyway, I kept chasing. They kept chasing. I kept running. I told them, I said, we got to get on these gravel roads. So... I told him, I said, scoot over here in the middle. I said, now when it gets to eight-tenths of a mile, I'm going to tell you when to start counting. And so when it hit, I said, count. And he said, you had eight-tenths. I just locked it up and slid in sideways because I couldn't, every time I hit my brakes, they'd hit theirs too. And so we was going just as fast as it'd go. Well, we got on that dirt, outrun them. Of course, they couldn't see nothing but dust and, and uh, so we come over a hill on them dirt roads, a lot of dirt roads in Kansas and gravel. We come over the hill. I lock it up and slide, leave gravel tore up over place, and then I let off the brakes, and drive right on off the hill and just cut up at a guy's backyard. And Park cut the lights off. Here they come. Well, when they seen them slide marks, they slide. They back up, and they take a left. So while they was taking the left... Went on that way. I got in the trunk and jerked all the tail lights out. I thought well, if they chase the next time, they're not gonna see no brake lights flashing. And uh, we drove. I went right back the road that they went. Drove out in the field and parked. And uh, we turned around and sat there. And he said, "Well, what time are you gonna leave?" I said, "When it gets to daylight." I said, "The only thing that can catch us is a radio." And I said, we're not going to get caught by no radio tonight. (laughs) And and so we didn't get caught that night.
2: Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, uh, this episode of Two Shots is brought to you by Bickett and Boone. It's uh, honest to goodness, legit, Robbie Bickett, the best. uh, I mean, you guys guys have done a fantastic. We talked about it at the last show. We got the likes of Joe Keith Bickett. And, and and Johnny Boone and some of those guys, we're talking about legit people that know what they're doing. Jimmy Bickett, you guys know what uh, Fred Hogg. and then the whole. Fred you guys Hogg, are Bobby Joe, le- le- legit, Bobby hey, Joe. Let me I didn't ask mean, you I didn't mean like to leave. Like y'all to ch-
1: go back to Fred. <laughs> and and Fred, tell them about Granny and and Neil. <laughs> no, well, we gave y'all all the stories, Bobby man.
2: Joe. <laughs> who do you Yeah, I, hey, Fred Hogg. Keep that thought right there. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. You're shaking your head, so we'll, we'll get some form of it. How about that? How about That's that?
6: Fred Double H O Double G. Huh? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Good stuff. All right, so boys, uh, we're going to take a break. Fill up your glasses. Do whatever you got to do. We're going to be back with more two shots on a barrel coming your way, right here live. We're live when we're recording it from the Bickett Farm, coming your way. This is Jim for Two Shots on a Barrel, hanging out with my buddy J-Bo. What's going on? Dude, I'm here to tell you, you are doing something right if you're good in two towns. Two towns? Two towns, you're the best of everything. Big old tires, Billy Taft is the best in Barnstown and the best in Lebanon. I tell you what, he's been doing it. Perfect for many years, and he won
3: once again, and he's won again in Marion County. How does this guy, how is he so good, J-Bo? He's customer service. You're number one when you walk in his building. He offers all sorts of things, not just tires. He offers uh, alignments, brakes, oil changes, and more. And he has
2: two locations, Bardstown. You can call Bardstown location, 502-348-0880, and in Lebanon, 270 692 Ten thirteen, dude is rocking and rolling at Big O Tires. If
3: you're having any kind of tire pressure issue, if you're having any, if you have any questions,
2: yeah, Billy's always there for you. Don't
3: be bashful, just pull right in, go check your tires for you, make sure you're safe and ready for the. You run. know Another
2: cool thing about Billy Tap—he loves bourbon and he loves two shots on a barrel. That's right. And we love Billy Tap. Absolutely. Sure. Go see our brother Billy Tap. Big O Tires, Lebanon and Bardstown, Kentucky.
8: Marion County Trail could be the best value in bourbon themed travel in Kentucky. You'll experience one of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail's crown jewels, one of the Bourbon Trail craft tours top-rated stops, and something you can't find anywhere else: organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility, all in one place. It's the Marion County Trail. Take your time to tour, dine, shop, and stay all along the way. Explore world-famous Maker's Mark, a hot ticket item on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone Bourbon and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon-aging flavor. And Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven, unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies, and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed-and-breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to visit LebanonKY.com for more details. Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission. 270-692-0021. To
2: boys ain't much for working. j ball I love it. I love it, man. I love that tune. Terry is so talented. Terry Woolley. So I, you know, the story goes that I said, Terry, we're doing this podcast thing. We're just a couple of guys want to talk about bourbon, everything that is central Kentucky. And Terry's like, I got you. And he took it from there. Yeah, 24 hours later, bam, we have an opening uh, theme for our podcast. Terry Woolley with Crystal Music is uh, to kind of icing on the K. Is sponsoring Two Shots on the bar. I don't know how cool that is.
3: Not only did he do this for us, he's also sponsoring us. So, I mean, he's a double whammy from old Terry. Thank you, Terry.
2: And you guys have come a long way. You know, you went from a, a point in time where you guys didn't necessarily get along the best in the world... And now you are like best
3: friends. Well, it's like, you know, you put two superstars in one room, you know, there's going to be some bumping
2: heads. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, whether it's recording, maybe it's some uh, voice lessons that you need, some uh, learning how to play a guitar, harmonica, you name it, Crystal Music in Campbellsville, Kentucky is the place to go. Hey, I even uh, was in a
3: tight spot. I was going to go to Nashville. I was going to interview a bunch of artists and I needed a guitar to sign. I remember playing. that. I remember that. I walked in there, and I'm telling you, they have guitars everywhere. And he said, you don't want this guitar. You
2: want the, this guitar. And he set me up, and way I went to Nashville. Bam. He took care of you, and that's the way he can take care of everybody. He's a good dude. He works so hard. His wife, Ina, though, is the best thing in the world about him. There's no doubt about that. But Terry Woolley is a great dude, and for every musical thing that you need, including... If you're out there listening and you need a jingle for your podcast, reach out to Terry Definitely. Woolley. Check him out on Facebook. Look him up, Terry Woolley. That's W-O-O-L-E-Y. Or look up Crystal Music. You'll be able to check out all their deals along the way. And thanks so much, as always, J-Bo. They're a great sponsor. Hey, and we're looking for more. Absolutely. Right here on Two Shots in a Barrel.
5: Whether you're buying or selling, be it your first home or your last home, or building your investment portfolio, give me a call. I'm Lisa Kearns, a realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. I understand the stress and hassles involved in buying and selling, and I will be here for you. Let me put my 20-plus years experience in marketing and customer service to work for you. Give me a call, 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns, realtor with Exit Realty Realty Heartland, here to work for you.
2: Right, back to Two Shots on a Barrel hanging out on, on the uh, Bickett Farm. Beautiful, beautiful place uh, in Raywick, Kentucky, hanging out with some legendary guys. I mean, uh, no doubt about it. We're fortunate to be able to be down here and and, and uh, to hang out with you guys. Robbie Bickett, I didn't think you could do better than the first time with the burgers, man, but, but those homegrown burgers, uh, it was better this time. Or maybe it's just been... Maybe it's just been too long since the first one, but it was outstanding. So, uh, so kudos uh, again. This episode brought to you by Bickett and Boone. Uh, you need to check them out. We'll uh, in our when we post everything, we'll we'll make sure we got the uh, website and all those good things, so folks can can know where to uh, to purchase uh, the Bickett and Boone products. We've already talked about that a little bit in the in the first show. So, Fred Hogg. Uh, it, it, by the way, uh, for a hundred and I mean eighty proof or whatever that is, that's the smoothest. Uh, that's the smoothest stuff I've ever had in my life. Uh, it, it's smoother than uh, Bobby Joe's Eagle Rare. I gotta tell you.
4: There
2: uh, you go. You know, it's pretty good stuff. So you got a story for us, Fred Hogg? Don't want to. <laughs> you, you can always say I, I'm Omerta. Oh, I mean, you know, then we we just move on. But, you he's going to
1: move over to me if you
2: move over. <laughs> I'm going to
0: move it over to him. He'll tell the story. <laughs> this old woman, she's got to be, what, 79, 80 years
1: old? Well, she wasn't about 75.
0: Everett, her husband, she's just an old gangster, country woman. you got to go through two creeks and gates to get to the house. <laughs> I'll tell you what, she loved old Red Eye. She said, Red Eye. <laughs> He he could talk her over drawers, but he she may uh, have. Probably they did. <laughs> what did you say about her pissing on a flat rock? Yeah,
1: <laughs> she stand flat for piss on a flat rock. I'll
0: tell you what, that old woman could kick up to his door on his on his truck. She was a hell of a woman. But <laughs> I'm not gonna say any more, guys. Oh the red eye, you take it over. Take
1: it over, hey, Bob Joe. Hey look here. What I was thinking about You know, and this might not have, this ain't got nothing to do with your moonshine you brought here. But (laughs) Elbert, that was her husband. And Granny wouldn't let Elbert drink. And so, of course, I'd bring Elbert down something to drink. And every time we'd go to Bowling Green, I'd stop down there and get some corn liquor. I'd have me a a couple of pint mason jars. And I'd pour that corn liquor in that mason jar and I'd take it down to Everett, because Everett didn't drink nothing but moonshine. And I'd give Everett that moonshine. And so he'd sit out under the tree. We'd come out of the house and Everett said, uh, Granny said, look at him. Said, Red Eye, you brought him something to drink again. Said, he's <laughs> drunker than Cootie Brown. Said yeah, he did
5: that.
1: <laughs> he did that. That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> so... I'm not questioning what Mister Hogg brought you for. That's real, or, or that could possibly be corn liquor poured in that little jar. Right it, that's corn, right, corn liquor. It's Pretty good that stuff. Bobby Joe on the man. Like, yeah, you went over. Uh, yeah, you
0: remember, you remember doing
2: that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my goodness, this uh, is. You a, can get the
4: I full story. You can get the full story of all what Bobby Joe and uh, Fred Hogg talking about in the second book, Cornbread Mafia Outlaws of Central Kentucky. It, it, it's kind of a pretty good narrative there that Mr. Shoemaker and Mr. Hog uh, uh, contributed to that book.
1: Yes. I had a oozy for granny. <laughs> right? Well a legal oozy. Okay. It was legal. I All wasn't right. no fella. Alright. And so working on it. Yeah. Well I right. tried to get it to be one, but anyway, That's right. I ta- I take I take that oozy down to Granny. She's always wanting to shoot a gun. Now, when he's talking about her sticking her foot up on my truck, she I had a blazer it. and it had 42 inch mudders on it. And so it was pretty well up in the air. And her, 75 years old, she could hang her toenails on the window. See? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, said, well, I don't man. see how she can do that. I said, well, she's off a limb. But anyway, I take the Uzi down. We go down in the river bottom. I let Granny shoot, shoot the Uzi. She said, I just got to have me one of these.
0: <laughs> Good Lord have mercy. Is that the same one you shot the limo window out?
7: Uh-uh. <laughs> on to the, <laughs> <laughs> the next again, On to the next
0: That was a mirror. Oh, the mirror. Yeah, the mirror. mirror. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. So, so. I, you know, for whatever reason, I find myself always wanting to ask Johnny a question, and I'm always like, "What? What the hell am I wanting to do this for?" Another thing I like about you, Johnny, is look. I, I've always wanted my uncle John, which which uh, Joe Keith knows. I I talk. I've talked to Joe Keith about my uncle John had a little bit of. I think it's fair to say a little bit of rebel in him. Absolutely. He, he was a great dude. God rest his soul. But he had the coolest two things about my uncle John. He had a, he had a, the coolest beard ever. He liked to swim. He liked to smoke some weed. Okay, uh, f- full disclosure. Uh, he had great tattoos. But the best thing that I always wanted, and, and I, I'm, I'm working on it, is a nice beard. But I will never have a beard that looks as good as Johnny Boone's beard. Has that always been a part of your repertoire, Johnny? The the cool ass beard.
0: Much of the time, but well, if you keep
4: working on yours, it'll probably get like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey.
1: You drilled yeah. it one time, Johnny, back in the bandit day. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: I, did. I remember you had to cut down that short. I sure did.
2: Good stuff. I mean, uh, it, it, take, it takes a lot to have a, a beard that looks that good, though.
3: Yeah, I man, I've been growing this for like four years. That's <laughs> where I am. Hey.
6: <clears throat> Since we're at one shot uh, over the barrel, ask Johnny about squeezing barrels whiskey back when he was young. Back in
3: the 60s. What about that? <laughs> Robbie, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I do even remember that? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a smile on his face, so. Uh...
1: Johnny squeezed a few barrels back
3: <laughs> in his hey, day. S- what squeezing
4: barrel? barrel mean, Robbie? Here, yeah, explain yeah, that to him. That's you.
2: what I want to know. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny, well, Johnny can, can explain
6: it better than I can. But well, you John, putting Johnny out there, Robbie? The thing about squeezing barrels was they used to say that back in the old days that when uh, that people would make whiskey there'd be, like they call it the angel cut now, would be left in the barrel. And if you squeezed it, you could get you uh, uh, whatever came out of the barrel. I'm not sure what it was. A charcoal. Yeah, well, charcoal. It, was, uh, it was supposed to be been the angel's cut or the devil's cut, mm-hmm. one. But I, I heard, now Jeff may have told me this, but it was
0: rumored, that Johnny squeezed a few barrels back
4: in the day. A <laughs> few. No problem. <laughs>
3: good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, Johnny, I want to ask you a question. Uh, all the misfortune has happened to all of you guys, and it, it is a misfortune. Uh, how does it feel to just be normal again? Just to be a, a regular corporate mafia guy back home again? How does it, how's it feel? Too old, no. Well,
4: uh, uh, it ain't really normal for a
1: cornbread
0: guy. <laughs> ain't
5: much
3: excitement, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're always used to living on the edge wouldn't me, guys. Yeah. So it's kind of boring now, huh? Well, it
4: just ain't uh, normal.
3: Gotcha. So um, when when you went when you decided to uh, hell with this, I'm out of here. At, you mean when he went on vacation? Yeah, when he went on vacation. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what we we say when we go on vacation. Hell with it, I'm out of here. Listen, the, the adrenaline. How 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 much adrenaline was you running on at that time? Because I would be like ready to blow up with adrenaline, knowing that I'm out of here going on vacation.
2: Yep. No, I mean most of the time, Jabo. You already talked about Joe Key's books. Mm-hmm. When you read Joe Key's books, you were scared to death. I was. You were not on adrenaline. You were on scared to death. Yeah, this,
3: this police car pulled up next to me after I read the book and I thought I was in trouble.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah.
3: Like
4: yeah. That's a good feeling, isn't it? It is a good. Yeah.
2: Police, I mean, Fred Hogg, you go ahead, buddy.
0: Johnny Boone probably is the, he's the grandfather of the Cornberry Mafia. He probably is the oldest. He, he grew more pot and he got busted in, uh, what, Minnesota, Johnny?
6: Well, 86, 87, Johnny?
0: He had a, that's the history of Minnesota. Yeah. The, the biggest crop, I think, what what they draw, about 20, 57, 87 truckloads out there.
8: Oh, my God. That's big. Yeah. Uh,
0: and some of the process, I'm sure some of it got away, but bottom line is is that Johnny is probably grown pot before anybody. Yeah. Johnny Boone is the granddaddy of the Columbia. Buffalo. Well,
2: and, and here's the other thing, and, Joe Keith, you may, you may be able to uh, help expand on this, but, I mean, is it fair to say that Johnny Boone – Really was an innovator in the business because of, I mean, he's uh, you know notorious about how his process was that created some of the best marijuana that that ever was, and it can trace right back to this man right over there.
4: Johnny was a a, a breeder of some of the best cannabis there there was in Kentucky. A lot of these guys had a lot of agricultural background. Johnny Boone, hell, he was in four H and grew lots of crops. Bobby Joe was in the FFA during the high school and grew up on a, in a farming community. He, they they're all used to growing those uh, type crops that are so huge and everything, and then they look for the best variety and everything. That's that's where a lot of of our knowledge come from from their agricultural background. And of course, um, Bob Joe, are you oldest, Johnny?
1: Hmm? <laughs> no, I'm same as you. I've got
4: a good story. But anyhow, anyhow, a lot of that, anyhow, a lot of that backs up to knowing uh, how to cultivate, how to breed these different varieties. Because you know, back in the seventies and and when we first started out, you know, there was hardly any pot being grown in Kentucky at the time, and everybody was experimenting with different breeds and everything. Which one would do the best and everything like that. But these guys with that background, like Johnny Boone and Bob Joe Shoemaker. They uh, they were on the cutting edge of growing the first primo marijuana uh, in Kentucky at that time. You know, of course, a lot of us was experimenting. You know, with different things. But yeah, they're they're the they're the main players for real. I got a good story on Johnny Boone on that crop
6: up in Minnesota. I was sitting there upstairs, and my dad, J.E. Bickett, his Squire is what we called him. He yelled up upstairs. I I slept upstairs in our house. And anyway, he said, "Get out here!" And I was like. What, what is he yelling at me? And it was on NBC on the morning show. Largest domestic oh. operation busted in the United States. And, then, you know, it was like the show Minnesota. It was the biggest crop ever for a domestic marijuana growing operation. And you can look oh. it up. It still is. But it was on NBC. I think it was, in, I don't know if it was Matt Lauer or who it was. Right. But Daddy he yelled said, get out here and look at this. <laughs>
0: oh. Back in the day. Back in uh, about 85, I think, we come over at Mr. Crop, Jimmy and Bob Joe. Yeah, why? When uh, Joe Keith and Jimmy started that poker game up. We had the biggest, the fastest poker game in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody would load up of money. Oh, yeah. And i tell you what. Uh, Where did all
4: that money come from, Hog? <laughs> marijuana. Working. Huh? working,
0: working, working. working. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you if this easy right come, here. Easy spent, right? It was easy spend, right? Easy come, easy to <laughs> spend. But the fact of it is is this I say it is the biggest poker game. I tell you probably, probably was. wasn't nothing to see uh eighty thousand dollars in that in that room and at any time. He had cameras outside it was uh, he had it decorated like Pauline the uh, uh the horror house in uh, Nashville. <laughs> Bowling right. green. Bowling green. I'll tell you what, it was the best game in the world. Really? A yeah. lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of money.
3: Now, was you the the main uh, dealer there?
0: Jimmy was a, Jimmy was <laughs> for the owner. <laughs> main loser. And I was a partner with them. we came come off that crop. But I, it was the best game in the world. we we draw people from all over the country. Didn't by draw the way, me, what,
4: Hog, isn't that where you, you kind of got your name there? Uh, Begin with, that
0: was in the dice game. Oh, the Hog? Yeah, that was, that, you know, that was the dice game. Because i am faded, I wasn't hundred.
2: You know, one of the things, uh, Joe Keith, and, and all you guys. Is, so I'm reading your book, Joe Keith, and I, and I'm then I'm, I'm I'm all right today. Full disclosure, uh, full disclosure. I'm I'm watching the America's Most Wanted s- snippet that they did on that they did on Johnny, and 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 in talking to you, and we we've, we've had you, Joe Keith, on a couple of shows. And then I've read your book. And and I'm watching this, what, this America's Most Video uh, Wanted video was done several years ago. And I'm I'm watching this thing, and I'm thinking, that's bullshit. Like, all the, I mean, it was just one lie after another. Yeah, they fabricated a whole lot it of stuff. Yeah. It was
5: unbelievable.
2: Yeah. It was unbelievable. I mean, it, it, and so I'm thinking, I thought the law people were supposed to be the good people. But it was like fabrication after fabrication after fabrication, and it was crazy. Yeah.
4: Well, they do that to, uh, to sensationalize, try to put you in a bad light. They try to put Johnny in a bad light. We, you know, out here in the country knew better than that. Uh, they try to put him in a bad light, you know, and that's just what they do lots of times. You know, uh, this black hat, white hat, good and bad, you know, it's all gray now. It all meets in the middle. Those guys can do just as, probably more harm than anybody else can by putting out that, that kind of stuff You know, on and people.
3: And it's still yeah. happening today.
4: Yeah, it's oh, yeah. really bad. We can tell there's you stories about doing injustices. Doing we, there's all kinds of, uh, uh, back in the day when we were all in our prime running and everything, there was so much stuff fabricated on Johnny and Bobby Joe, myself, Jimmy Bickett, and Fred Hogg. Uh, you know, stuff that's you know pretty pretty bad for us, pretty derogatory. But right. they, they didn't give a shit about that kind of stuff, you know. They dangerous well, people in
1: Washington. What mm. the whole deal is about is that gives them a license to shoot you.
3: Right. That's true. That's
1: what it's all about. If mm-hmm. they if they get a chance they can go mm-hmm. ahead and shoot you and, and you're paid for because look what he done. Right. He's so dangerous. Look what he done. That's all a bunch of bullshit. Well,
2: I mean, it's like like the last time we were talking, Bobby Joe. You, you hear all the stories. You remember what I said? I was like, I was. You hear all these all these uh, false stories. I'm like, I'm scared to death of Bobby Joe Shoemaker. And I come down here. I mean, we're drinking bourbon and smoking cigars, and we're. I'm like, this is a cool dude. I come down here, and Johnny Boone. You know, it's like a bunch of fabrication. I mean, I'm watching this video, and they're saying stuff about yeah about Johnny. Like, they're comparing him to some drug lord that's, I'm like, that's the furthest thing from the they absolute say truth. Yeah. 95% of
1: the stuff that they said about Johnny is a lie. 95%. I the, believe it. The 5% yeah. is that he growed pot. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff being said and has been said, but there's a lot of good side uh, stuff, That's too. the
1: people that they interviewed, and they quit interviewing them, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. They didn't want to hear that. They
3: didn't want to hear that. They won't hear that, Johnny. When you were gone, and I first moved to Marion County, they had this Ham Days where everybody had wearing shirts, right? was wearing a shirt with your picture on it. it. Says, "Run, Johnny, run! Run, Johnny, run! Free, Johnny!" I'm telling you, there's you are a legend around here, and and it's not all, you know. Not everybody believes this nonsense. A lot of people know you for who you really are, and that's just a good old guy.
2: Well, I, yeah. To echo what what Jaybo is is talking about, I mean, that's the people that know you best are are the best to be able to say who Johnny Boone is, to say who Bobby Joe Shoemaker is, to say who Dick Hammer is. I, which brings me to this to this question, Johnny. When when people talk about you, they say things like, "He's a legend. He is." the godfather of grass and this and that. Do you see yourself as a legend? Uh, when people say Johnny Boone is a legend, do you feel like you're a legend? No,
4: I feel like this whole circle we got is a legend.
3: Oh, I, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. They all are legends. Yeah. Uh, the stories that... that uh, Joe Keith, the best thing you ever done ever is to, to put it on paper. So us younger guys can uh live you know see how a rock star really lived yeah. and
4: it, well we awesome. want to try to keep it real you know I, I, there was a lot of fabrications out there about some of these guys and i try to keep it real when i put it down on print and i intend to do that same thing
3: on these next books I can't wait. I yeah, can't wait yeah. for the next book to come out. Can you give us a guesstimate on when the next one will be? out? We can't tell you that right can't, now. No, right. I'm going to invoke a murder right oh, that's there. That's fine. That's fine. As, as long as you promise it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Good stuff.
1: About two weeks.
2: Yeah, about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> about two weeks. Yeah. You know, one of the things too, you know, and this is this is not anything that's not been been printed. I mean, there, there's talks of potential down the road. Uh, documentaries and all these, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I'd be first in line to be able to, uh, to, to view those things, because the story, you know, here, here's the deal. So many, so many lies were said that the truth needs to be told, and I think that's what you're you're talking about, Jaybo. Is the books? The cool thing about the books is you're painting the true picture of the cornbread mafia. And, and one of the coolest things that I've heard, and, 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 and again, you, you got to be careful because you don't know what's true and what's not, but one of the things that, that was said, that Johnny said, and Johnny, if you didn't say this, let me know, but you said, look, we were poor guys. We had to put food on the table for our families, and this was the way that we could do it, Right.
4: That's correct. We uh we did party a little bit later on, but uh, not bit. not very heavy. But well, yeah, it, it was like true. Uh, <coughs> no. uh, they said, "Get your job."
1: Well, like everybody else don't get a factory job or whatever, you know. which yeah. we didn't do, but that's the way they look at it.
6: And it may have started out that you didn't have money, but when you're successful, you know they call it. Mm-hmm. If you were in business, they say, "Oh, you're an innovator." Well, you know when it's illegal and you're not a big co- uh, corporate company. Right. Then it's a different story. But, you know, if you're an innovator and you do something good, everybody says, oh, well, you're really successful at, at what you do because you do a good job. And that's yeah. what all these guys done. Everybody yeah. has done. So,
3: yeah. So, uh, but going back, talking to two goody two shoes here that hadn't been in trouble in their life, okay? Yourself, yeah. I've seen,
6: I've seen him down at right way. Yeah. I've seen
3: him. <laughs> yeah, you did. i seen uh, him down at right Ray tell <laughs> that. Pig pen. So, of all the pot that was grown, and this is a question for anybody here. All the pot that was grown, what was the best strain of marijuana? Did, did it have a name? Did it, uh, I mean, because I, I can you explain it to us that are are, are very interested in, in knowing that?
4: Yeah, there was a lot of good strains. Johnny uh, produced some of the best strains there was. Mm-hmm. Bobby Joe did the, the same thing. There was early strains that were real good. We just kept playing with it till we tried to get it right, you know. Some of those strands played out. Some them all didn't.
1: them names that they've got, we wasn't into all them names. Okay. We was into what it would sell for. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the Burmese then, was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Hawaiian is beautiful. It ain't yeah. worth a goddamn. <laughs> Burmese was pretty. It was yeah. good. Yeah. The Hawaiian had all leaf, yeah. so that was stowed in the back corner. Real quick. The next, there quick. There certain
4: strains will do well So, in, in come, the yeah, further yeah, you get north the, yeah. you got to have a yeah, strand you, that's going to mature early candy, candy, you know. Yeah. And you if you if you're in Colombia you or Mexico you, know, you don't you have, have to worry with cross, that right. You, you got a long that, growing that, season. Uh, right. Right. But when you now, get up here
1: Afghan. I did some of the on what strain that puking Red but now big Johnny Johnny Boone and
6: Bobby Joe like Joe Keith said they were masters at picking out that Better strain, and yeah. of course. There was some other guys too yeah. that were involved.
2: Yeah. All right, guys, uh, it, it, we're t- it's time to take a break, and we'll get into our third episode and wrap this thing up. But this has been uh, this has been a pleasure. Uh, again, the show is brought to you by Bickett and Boone, and we're going to link you up with all of the ways that you can go out there and purchase the uh, Bickett and Boone product, which is a premium hemp product that uh, is out there. And so, we want to make sure that uh, you can get your hands on. All of the uh, great Bickett and Boone products. we got Hemp Fest coming up in September. Jimmy Bickett has been working extremely hard on getting. we got up to ten groups that are uh, bands that are going to be playing here. We've got uh, food, uh, folks that are going to be doing food. It's a beautiful place to have the Hemp uh, Fest, and that's and coming your way. Enders. Yeah. In, well, wait a, minute,
1: wait a minute. Fred Hogg and Doris Hogg with one G. They sing at Hemp No, There you go. All right. That
2: that is reason enough. I wasn't
1: going to (laughs) mention (laughs) it.
2: But uh, we got so much more. We got episode. We got uh, segment three coming your way. We're going to fill up right here uh, at the Bickett Farm, and we'll come back and stick around for more with the Cornbread Mafia right here on Two Shots on a Barrel.
6: That's it.
8: county trail could be the best value in bourbon themed travel in kentucky you'll experience one of the kentucky bourbon trails crown jewels one of the bourbon trail craft tours top rated stops and something you can't find anywhere else organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility all in one place it's the marion county trail take your time to tour dine shop and stay all along the way explore world famous maker's mark a hot ticket item on the kentucky bourbon trail Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone bourbon and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon-aging flavor. And Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven. Unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed-and-breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to VisitLebanonKY.com for more details. Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission, 270-692-0021.
2: Two old boys ain't much for working. J-Ball, I love it. I love it, man. I love that tune. Terry is so talented. Terry Woolley. So, I, you know, the story goes that I said, Terry, we're doing this podcast thing. We're just a couple of guys want to talk about bourbon, everything that is central Kentucky. And Terry's like, I got you. And he took it from there.
3: Yeah, 24 hours later, bam, we have an opening uh, theme for our podcast.
2: Terry Woolley with Crystal Music is uh, to kind of icing on the K. Is sponsoring Two Shots on the Brow. I don't know how cool that is.
3: Not only did he do this for us, he's also sponsoring us. So, I mean, he's a double whammy from old Terry. Thank you, Terry.
2: And you guys have come a long way. You know, you went from a, a point in time where you guys didn't necessarily get along the best in the world... And now
3: you are like best friends. Well, it's like, you know, you put two superstars in one room, you know, there's going to be some bumping heads.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, whether it's recording, maybe it's some uh, voice lessons that you need, some uh, learning how to play a guitar, harmonica, you name it, crystal music in Campbellsville, Kentucky is the place to go. Hey,
3: I even uh, was in a tight spot. I was going to go to Nashville. I was going to interview a bunch of artists and I needed a guitar to sign. I remember play.
2: that. I remember that. I
3: walked in there, and I'm telling you, they have guitars everywhere. And he said, you don't want this guitar. You want the this guitar. And he set me up, and way I went to
2: Nashville. Bam. He took care of you, and that's <laughs> the way he can take care of everybody. He's a good dude. He works so hard. His wife, Anna, though, is the best thing in the world about him. There's no doubt about that. But Terry Woolley is a great dude, and for every musical thing that you need, including if you're out there listening and you need a jingle for your podcast, reach out to Terry Definitely. Woolley. Check him out on Facebook. Look him up, Terry Woolley. That's W-O-O-L-E-Y. Or look up Crystal Music. You'll be able to check out all their deals along the way. And thanks so much, as always, j They're a great sponsor.
3: Hey, and we're looking for more.
2: Absolutely. Right here on Two Shots in a Barrel.
5: Whether you're buying or selling, be it your first home or your last home, or building your investment portfolio, give me a call. I'm Lisa Kearns, a realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. I understand the stress and hassles involved in buying and selling, and I will be here for you. Let me put my 20-plus years experience in marketing and customer service to work for you. Give me a call, 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns, realtor with Exit Realty Heartland, here to work for you.
2: Hey, this is Jim Bo for Two Shots on a Barrel, hanging out with my buddy j Bo. What's going on? Dude, I'm here to tell you, you are doing something right if you're good in two towns. Two towns? Two towns, you're the best of everything. Big old tires, Billy Taft is the best I, in Barnstown and the best in Lebanon. I tell you what, he's been doing it. Perfect for many years, and he won once again, and
3: he's won again in Marion County. How does this guy, how is he so good, J-Bo? He's customer service. You're number one when you walk in his building. He offers all sorts of things, not just tires. He offers uh, alignments, brakes, oil changes, and more. And he has two locations,
2: Bardstown. You can call Bardstown location, 502-348-0880, and in Lebanon, 270 692 1013, dude is rocking and rolling at big old tires. If you're
3: having any kind of tire pressure issue, if you're having any, if you have any questions, yeah, Billy's always there for you. Don't be bashful, just pull right in, go check your tires for you, make sure you're safe and ready for the. You know, ride. another
2: cool thing about Billy Taff, he loves bourbon and he loves two shots on a barrel. That's right. And we love Billy Taff. Absolutely, sure. go see our brother Billy Taff. Big O tires, Lebanon and Bardstown, Kentucky.
3: Back on the Biggie Farm with two shots on the barrel, hanging out with the Cornbread Mafia. And, uh, man, our cigars are running low. The beer's uh, flowing. It's It's been a great time so far. And, uh, Johnny, Johnny, I, if nobody else has told you this, and I'm sure they have, welcome home, sir. Welcome home. We're glad to have you. Amen. And uh, it's just not Marion County with and in, in Washington County without... Having you around, so thank you, and uh, we're, we're happy to have you it's back. Very good. Gotcha. We're, right. we're passing around the eager eagle it. rare today. You like eagle you rare? It.
6: Uh, I'm personally a dr- beer drinker, I'm going to do what Johnny did on that Chevrolet earlier, on the, <laughs> <there>. <laughs> but yeah, I it's good to have them all home. It, you know, it was a long, arduous journey for them, especially you know. And like like we were talking earlier, it's a ridiculous thing for somebody to have to she serve school over school. time did. over marijuana, federal, state, or anything compared to all the criminal activities that go on. Like that. That's a ridiculous really thing to even think about. Right. So I appreciate it.
3: Now I asked you guys in previous shows if you were bitter, and y'all pretty much said we're survivors. We're not we're not bitter. You know, deep down there might be a little little resentment, but we're we're survivors. Y'all have a great attitude about it. And uh, I just wondered how uh, we haven't asked you about it, and we haven't asked Johnny about how, how do you feel about the way things have changed on this planet to where what you all were doing back in the day was so bad, but now it's turning out to be so good. How do you feel deep down? How do you feel about it?
7: you got to accept it. I okay. mean, it, it is what it is. You can't feel hard about it. It is what it was when we done it. We knew it was illegal. We accepted the consequences, you know. And I'm glad that that people, well, people can smoke it legally because it's not a bad job. It's not. It's not. It's not like you're not you're not gonna smoke a joint and fall off in a red light. Right. You know. I mean, yeah. for real, you're not gonna exactly. fall out.
8: No, yeah. Focus on this heroin math. Yes. Exactly.
7: Yeah. Yeah. know, yeah. they don't need narkin' for a, for somebody to smoke pot. Nope. You know, yeah. exactly. and I mean just like you know, you was talking about entrepreneurs. What about the man out here in, in uh what is it, Colorado where well, they got it legal? Oh, he's a big guy, whoever's running that. Oh, he's yeah. a state of the art Yeah, when you all did it community. fifty years ago. Everybody did it forty years
6: ago, exactly. Yes.
2: You know, Robbie, if if I was the executive of a company in Colorado, you know who the first person I would call and absolutely hire and like say, name your price. We will pay you. This bunch. I would call yeah. this bunch. Yep. All of these guys. I would say, you all, you want to be my, on my board of directors? We're going to form a company, the Cornbread Mafia, and we're back in business. Yeah. Because these guys are legit.
6: And I will say this, that there's a couple of guys that that done stuff, BK Roller, uh, Nick Risen, different guys that are trying to take care of Different ones, because they're younger people, and they respect what Johnny, Jimmy, Bobby Joe, Fred, uh, Jokey, Dickie, and everybody did, because, you know, they did serve time over something that is now legal out west. It's legal everywhere, except Kentucky. I mean, th- uh, what is it, 28 states legalized marijuana. And like Dickie said, you know, they, they call them innovators, and they call them great businessmen out west. Well, really, these guys were doing it in the 70s. It's kind of a ridiculous concept when you think about it. They
2: were pioneers. Yeah. They were pioneers. Yeah. Yes. I mean, these guys, you guys, you guys yeah. were the pioneers uh, of what is, now, what is now legal in so many states across the United States. You guys are the pioneers. That's right.
3: So, uh, Johnny, how do, how do you feel about the way things are today <coughs> compared to where they were before? Are you... Are you glad to see that it's finally being accepted? Sure. Uh, It's all good, you know. It's good stuff. So I have a a bunch of friends that are in the hemp industry, Mm. and to to be honest, they got into it because they knew the marijuana is coming back, and they wanted to be the ones on the ground floor being able to sell it again. Is there any chance that one day – If Kentucky, gosh, if Kentucky ever wakes up, will we be ready to do it here?
6: I think so. That's the way Bickett & Boone was set up when we first put it into corporation a few years ago because, like I said, I respect all these guys. I think a lot of people do because they are pioneers. They're pioneers of the uh, cannabis business, and, you know, I'd like to think that Later on, when things do become legalized in Kentucky, that we're all on a board together and we can all make money out of it, because marijuana is not like meth and uh, heroin and fentanyl, it, it's been around forever. You know, We've got it sitting in front of us, a pipe was 6,000 years ago that they probably smoked cannabis out of. Right. You know they, they, they did that. You know, it's not like methamphetamine, It's not like uh, heroin, it's not like fentanyl. It's a natural product that grows in the fields. And for anybody to go to prison over that, it's kind of a ridiculous statement on the United States, not not on these guys. It's actually a ridiculous statement on the United States and the judicial system, in my opinion.
3: How happy of, of a world will we live in if it was just free to smoke as as it is a cigarette? How, ma- how many more happy people will we have out there? Fred, you're smiling ear to ear, man. I mean, it. it's got to be something thought of. It, you, there's so much stress and anxiety in the world. Do you think that, that legalizing it's going to help?
0: I think so, yes. I don't smoke pot myself, but, you know, it's, it's a cure for a lot of things.
1: Well, that yeah. was you, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shut it up. <laughs> anyway, yes, I think so, yes.
7: Even like, that, that's too weak for me, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell me what you think about it. Bobby
1: Joe. Uh, what I was I, while they was talking, I was I was thinking about that Ford truck.
2: Oh shit! Don't bring <laughs> and, up Ford. He asked Johnny about. Don't bring up Fords. <laughs> when
1: Johnny changed his sh- uh, Chevrolet, as I drove his truck, his Ford truck through a Wolverine fence and <laughs> yeah. crashed it all up. <laughs> And he said, "I'll
2: never be a Ford man again." <laughs> yeah, that's a that, funny, the funniest story. It? Yeah, so that was a fun, the funniest thing. So, yeah, Bobby Joe's talking about the Fords losing their paint. I'm thinking, "Oh shit, my 2014 is gonna start losing paint." Yeah. And then he tells me he drives through the uh, <laughs> the fence on uh, uh, Johnny's. And that's the reason it it lost the uh, lost the paint.
1: If it'd been a shiver light, it wouldn't have been a scratch on
2: it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh shit, Bobby Joe, Bobby Joe, man, we uh, you know, uh, Bobby Joe, I think we need to have a Bobby Joe show one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's we need to have sure. a Bobby Joe show. Uh, I, I think that would be pretty entertaining. Well, I
0: had to bring Fred Hogg with me. It took a week. <laughs> yeah.
2: So so we talked about the last time Bobby Joe. They they said you were probably the 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 biggest ladies' man of the bunch. He was a hobo right. but you know the, the uh, folklore says Johnny Boone did pretty well with the women.
1: Johnny Boone got Joe Keith's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get the, the him Jokey! all he misinformation.
8: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, This was in sure. sure. thing.
1: I mean, it wasn't really a girlfriend. Girlfriend. It was one Joe Keith was thinking about being his girlfriend. (laughs) And and Johnny was examining her.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So 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 what's your what's your The ladies
4: the the ladies out in Vegas, you know how that works, guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just keep it real. Ladies
4: love outlaws
2: like babies love stray dogs. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Wayne says. So 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 what you're telling me is Johnny did okay back in the day.
4: Absolutely. Everybody and Johnny
2: does. probably does pretty good <laughs> in, in today's Ooh. time, uh, I'm guessing.
1: I don't uh, reckon he missed a
2: beat. <laughs> yeah.
1: The real ladies' man was Fred Hogg. I'll go
6: ahead and cut these guys oh, off. Oh, yeah. yeah
7: Two yeah, Gs. yeah, Double G, Yes. <laughs>
6: yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Well, I got to tell you, the, the Bickett and Boone hats, man, are rocking everybody in this crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, our show today is brought to you by Bickett and Boone. We're going to. Link you up with all of the uh, Bickett and Boone uh, spots so you know exactly where to go. But uh, man, this is uh, this has been a lot of fun hanging out with you guys today. And, and kudos again to the to the Bickett Born uh, Burgers that we ate today. Congratulations! They were they were, they were fantastic. Uh, you guys got anything else? Surely, Bobby Joe, you got something and some some Just party. One little thing: September
1: eleventh. Fred Hogg will be up on stage, and uh, I want everybody to show up for Hemp Stock 2021. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we'll sign books. We'll get drunk, and Here's maybe some, good some music. Other stuff. Here's some good music. Here's some good music, and we're going to have two or three... Uh, Travel trailers around here
7: for if there's any extracurricular there. <laughs> <laughs> For rent at a small
1: fee.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're entrepreneurs, right, Bobby Joe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we we got to charge for that yeah. shit.
7: Yeah.
6: Right now, absolutely.
2: absolutely. we gotta, we got to go. All
6: right, say, thank Johnny Boone, Godfather Glass, Jimmy Bickett, go around.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, what a celebrity group. Uh, Jimmy Beckett Jimmy, uh, you know, normally we're used to you talking a whole lot yeah, more, yeah. but I think you've enjoyed today just listening. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. Always enjoyable.
2: Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. We'll uh, try to
4: do this again sometime down the road.
2: Hey, guys. Uh, you know, again, it's a pleasure. Johnny Boone, you're a legend. And to be sitting here and just in your midst, honestly, be, you know, not that you're not Joe Keith and all everybody around this table, but, I mean, Let's I find keep it real. Johnny Boone is the Godfather. It, of Graham. He is. He is. I mean, there's something special when you talk about when you talk about Johnny Boone. And uh, man, what what an honor it is for me to be sitting here. I got to tell you, it's
3: definitely uh, surreal to. Uh, well, I'm a transplant of Marion County, so you know people tell we me about. That. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate
5: it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to, to be able to sit here with you guys, especially reading the books and uh, really getting to know each and every one of you better. To be able to sit with you on a farm and reminisce a little bit, man, I appreciate your time more than anything.
1: Another thing I want to bring up, don't forget Joe Keith Bickett's books. While we're in this subject in the Bickett and bicket and boon all. That's right. That's
3: fantastic. right. Uh before we wrap things up though, uh, Red Eye, uh tell us about this uh you're an electrician heart, at heart, man. You gotta talk to us about that electric electricity stuff. You got some talent here? Is, is Boy, that man. the rumor?
6: Let me add it. Bobby Joe is not an only a talented electrician, he's also a veteran. You can do about anything he wants to. Thank you That's exactly right. All, right. all these guys have done a great job, and we're looking forward to uh, having our hemp fest. don't think
4: much of him.
6: But. Who doesn't, Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy Bickett wants to say something. What is it, Jim? i
4: about
6: the batterers. Uh, all the <laughs> it's The Come on, Jimmy. Speak North up so. and Once again, we appreciate Johnny <laughs> Boone coming out. He, he, he's a great guy, wonderful person, Bobby Joe, Dickie. Fred Hall, Joe Keith, Jimmy Bickett, and uh, Jeremy, Jimbo, we appreciate it.
2: We appreciate you. Yeah, I got to say this, Robbie. I don't say a lot of nice things about you. I That's don't say idea. enough <laughs> nice things about you. But listen, you have uh, you have been instrumental in uh, bringing all of these guys together. You fed us each time that we've been down here. And so uh, we appreciate you, Robbie Bickett, uh, so much more than Charlie. So much more than Charlie.
6: I, I think that's a backhanded compliment, but okay. i
2: when he's
0: <laughs> going to
2: have the women, ain't you? Yeah, yeah. And then the next time, the show will be brought to you by Bobby Joe Shoemaker, who will have some strip uh, stuff going on down <laughs>
4: Thank
3: here. Thank you. i Two weeks. Got you, guys. So, listen, before we wrap it up, is there anything you all want to say about anything in your lives, about today's world, anything at all? Uh anything you want to get out there, get off your chest.
1: White lives matter.
2: There you go. I agree. <laughs> all right, let's like let's leave that, that off now. now. No, that's <laughs> legit, though. I mean, that's we good. Cut that out quickly. <laughs> now, uh, honestly, thank you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, until next time, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Hip Fest! Yep, uh, yep, Hip Fest 2021! Are we on 2021 already? That's oh, right. Man. Man. That's hey, guys, cool. we'll see you next yeah, time. Go to our live. Facebook page.
3: Uh, yeah, two Shots asking. on the Barrel fan page. And uh, check out a bunch of pictures we're going to have of this. And uh, please, whatever you do, you need to go right now to com Cornbread Mafia. Mafia.com. Cornbread. And, uh, and Hemp, hemp Stock 2021. Hemp Stock 2021. All right. All right, guys. Get on there. Buy everything they sell. And we will see you here on September 11th for the Big Bash.
6: That's right. <laughs>
8: Marion County Trail could be the best value in bourbon themed travel in Kentucky. You'll experience one of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail's crown jewels, one of the Bourbon Trail craft tours top-rated stops, and something you can't find anywhere else: organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility, all in one place. It's the Marion County Trail. Take your time to tour, dine, shop, and stay all along the way. Explore world-famous Maker's Mark, a hot ticket item on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone bourbon and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon-aging flavor. And Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven, unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies, and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed-and-breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to visit LebanonKY.com for more details. Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission, 270-692-0021. Two
2: old boys ain't much for working. J-Ball, I love it. I love it, man. I love that tune. Terry
3: is so talented.
2: Terry Woolley. So, I, you know, the story goes that I said, Terry, we're doing this podcast thing. We're just a couple of guys want to talk about bourbon, everything that is central Kentucky. And Terry's like, I got you. And he took it from there. Yeah, 24
3: hours later, bam, we have an opening uh, theme for our podcast.
2: Terry Woolley with Crystal Music is uh, to kind of icing on the K. Is sponsoring Two Shots on the Brow. I don't know how cool that is.
3: Not only did he do this for us, he's also sponsoring us. So, I mean, he's a double whammy from old Terry. Thank you, Terry.
2: And you guys have come a long way. You know, you went from a, a point in time where you guys didn't necessarily get along the best in the world... And now you
3: are like best friends. Well, it's like, you know, you put two superstars in one room, you know, there's going to be some bumping heads.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, whether it's recording, maybe it's some uh, voice lessons that you need, some uh, learning how to play a guitar, harmonica, you name it, Crystal Music in Campbellsville, Kentucky is the place to go. Hey, I even uh,
3: was in a tight spot. I was going to go to Nashville. I was going to interview a bunch of artists and I needed a guitar to sign. I remember play.
2: that. I remember that. I
3: walked in there, and I'm telling you, they have guitars everywhere. And he said, you don't want this guitar.
2: You want the this guitar. And he set me up, and way I went to Nashville. Bam. He took care of you, and that's the way he can take care of everybody. He's a good dude. He works so hard. His wife, Ina, though, is the best thing in the world about him. There's no doubt about that. But Terry Woolley is a great dude, and for every musical thing that you need, including... If you're out there listening and you need a jingle for your podcast, reach out to Terry Woolley. Check him out on Facebook. Look him up, Terry Woolley. That's W-O-O-L-E-Y. Or look up Crystal Music. You'll be able to check out all their deals along the way. And thanks so much, as always, J-Bo. They're a great sponsor. Hey, and we're looking for more. Absolutely. Right here on Two Shots in a Barrel.
5: Whether you're buying or selling, be it your first home or your last home, or building your investment portfolio, give me a call. I'm Lisa Kearns, a realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. I understand the stress and hassles involved in buying and selling, and I will be here for you. Let me put my 20-plus years experience in marketing and customer service to work for you. Give me a call, 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns, realtor with Exit Realty Heartland, here to work for you.
2: Hey, this is Jim Bo for Two Shots on a Barrel, hanging out with my buddy Jay bow What's going on? Dude, I'm here to tell you, you are doing something right if you're good in two towns. Two towns? Two towns, you're the best of everything. Big old tires, Billy Taft is the best I, in Barnstown and the best in Lebanon. I tell you what, he's been doing it
3: perfect for many years, and he won once again, and he's won again in Marion County. How does this guy, how is he so good, j He's customer service. You're number one when you walk in his building. He offers all sorts of things, not just tires. He offers uh, alignments, brakes, oil changes, and more, and he has two locations, Bardstown. You
2: can call Bardstown location, 502-3480-880, and in Lebanon, 270 692 1013 dude is rocking and rolling at big old tires if
3: you're having any kind of tire pressure issue if you're having any if you have any questions yeah billy's always there for you don't be bashful just pull right in go check your tires for you make sure you're safe and ready for you you know another
2: cool thing about billy tap he loves bourbon and he loves two shots on a barrel that's right and we love billy tap absolutely course. go see our brother billy tap big O' tires Lebanon and bardstown kentucky